When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey there, this is Straight Talk, No Sugar Added. I am your host, Nina Perez, and we are here to discuss life topics to challenge and transform your thinking. Let's do this. So today I have somebody I am super excited to have. And if you don't know him, now you know. His name is Brian Bogert, and he is a passionate human behavior and performance coach, a speaker, a business strategist, top sales professional, a philanthropic leader who believes in helping growth-minded individuals achieve the best version of themselves, their most authentic self. So Brian teaches how to leverage radical authenticity and awareness to create the intentional life that you've been dreaming of, but have struggled to create. His revolutionary strategy is embrace pain to avoid suffering. And it has helped individuals and companies break beyond their normal to achieve the success in life and business that they've always wanted. So if you want to create a life that has no limits and gain freedom, Brian and his team will get you there. And I should know because I've been following the dude. So <laughs> Brian, I want to thank you very, very much for being with us here today. And for those of you who don't know you, um, which must be very small population, but those of you who don't know you, if you don't mind just giving us a little bit about uh, you and who you are. Yeah, so I want to start with a story if that's okay. Uh, and and it, you'll get to know who I am through that story. Um, First and foremost, I have to acknowledge I'm a husband and father. Those are my absolute most important roles. I have to say that before I jump into the story. Um, and I'm going to ask everybody who's listening or watching to just close your eyes for one second. I'll ask you to reopen them. Unless you're driving, of course, please keep your eyes open. We, this, this, is, this is important for safety. Um, but close your eyes for a second. So I want you to imagine going to a store, having a successful shopping trip, leaving, heading back to your car, thinking you're just going on with your day. And as you get close to your car, you turn your head and see a truck barreling 40 miles an hour right at you with no time to react. Go ahead and open your eyes. That's mm. where this portion of my story begins. My mom, my brother, and I went to our local Walmart to get a one-inch paintbrush. And as we were headed back to our car, I've always had an excitement bigger for life. So it wasn't a surprise to her that I was the first one in the car. I wanted to get home and put that paintbrush to use. But this is back in the days before there was key fobs. So I had to wait for her to literally catch up, stick the key in the door, turn it so we could get on our way. As I was waiting there, a truck pulls up in front of the store Driver and middle passenger get out and the passenger all the way to the right feels the truck moving backwards. So he did what any one of us would do, moves over to put his foot on the brake, but he instead hit the gas. Combination of shock and force threw him up onto the steering wheel, up onto the dashboard, and before you know it, he was catapulting 40 miles an hour across the oh parking lot. Oh my goodness. Now we were in an end spot. So he goes up and over the median, up and over the tree in the median, hits our car, knocks me over, runs over me diagonally, tears my spleen, leaves a tire track scar on my stomach, and continues on to completely sever my left arm from my body. Wow. So there I am laying on the parking lot on a 115 degree day in August in Phoenix, Arizona. My mom and brother watched the whole thing happen and they now see my arm laying 10 feet away. Fortunately, my guardian angel also saw the whole thing happen. She walked out of the store right when this happened. It was a nurse and she saw the literal life and limb scenario in front of her, rushed immediately into action, came over and stopped the bleeding on the wound, saved my life. And then she instructed some innocent bystanders to run inside, grab a cooler, get my arm and put it on ice within minutes. Wow. It also saved my arm. 
Had she not done one or both of those things, Nina, I either wouldn't be here with you today or I'd be here with you today with a cleaned up stump. That's right. just the facts. Right. And I know that your audience, the listeners, were probably not expecting it to go there today, right? right. I, I realize <laughs> that I have a very, very unique story. But what I've also realized in all my time of doing this is that we all have unique stories. Mm -hmm. So what's important is that we pause and become aware of the lessons we can extract from our stories and then become intentional with how do we apply them in our lives. And we all have the ability to do that. Right. We also all have the ability to tap into the collective wisdom and learn from other people's stories to shorten our own curve to learning. So I'm going to share with you two primary lessons because this will tell you a lot about who I am. The first is I learned not to get stuck by what has happened to me, but instead get moved by what I could do with it. Mm -hmm. And the second I didn't realize until much later. You see, at 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12 years old, I knew what was happening to me. I was a part of it. I was going through the surgeries. I was doing the physical and occupational therapy. But I was also in a fog because I was being guided through the process. Right. My parents, however, were not in a fog. They were intimately aware of the unceasing medical treatments, years of physical therapy. Mm -hmm. And the idea of seeing their son grow up without the use of his left arm was a source of potential great suffering for them. So they willed themselves day in and day out to do what was necessary, what was tough, to embrace the pains required to ultimately strengthen heal me. So whether intentional or not, what they did was ingrain in me a philosophy and a way of living, which was to embrace pain, to avoid suffering. Mm. And when this is done right, that's also when we can gain freedom. So it's this same concept that I use to not only overcome this unique injury, but how my business partners and I scaled our last business to 15 million within the span of a decade. And now how I flipped that on its head as a human behavior and performance coach to help individuals and organizations just like you, just like the people listening, become more aware, more intentional and in who they already are their most authentic selves. You see, I believe that's when the door starts to crack to perspective, motivation and direction and joy, freedom and fulfillment can enter back into our lives. And that's why I'm on a mission to impact a billion lives over the next 25 years. Because if we can reduce the level of suffering, allow people to experience joy, freedom, and fulfillment, we can also celebrate who people are authentically for who they are. That'll really strengthen the bonds of human connection and help build a more beautiful place for my kids and grandkids. Wow. That's really powerful, right? Because that is a very traumatic experience. Yes, everybody's stories are different. This is true. But that is a very traumatic experience. And you could have taken this anyway right? Anyway, it's good that you had parents that woke up every day and did it every day. So yeah. I, I've heard you say, because I am a fan, so I, I follow you. And you, said, <laughs> you, you say that great things do not happen by accident. I've heard you say that. Yep. So yeah. what I mean, is this what you mean by that? What do you mean by that when you say that? Because that's, that's a that's a that's a big thing, right? So are you saying that the accident that this happened to you, wasn't you know by accident what, what do you mean when you say great things do not happen when i say accident? great things don't happen by accident it's because i genuinely believe that anything meaningful in life requires work nothing mm -hmm. comes easy mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. like we none of us get through this life unscathed right. and so when you see great things in the world right there's no such thing as an overnight success there's no such thing as like an instant like winner it's just that just doesn't happen we can shorten yeah. the curve I'm glad you said that this is based on experience, but you know, one of my favorite quotes is that people are celebrated in public for what they've practiced in private for years, mm -hmm. right? Great things don't happen by accident. We just don't always see the full story. And so my accident actually has nothing to do with that statement. Great things don't happen by accident. What that right. has to do with is we have to be intentional in life around right. everything that we desire, clear on who we are, clear on what we went ahead. And what leads before that is we cannot be intentional about things that we are not aware of. So we have to start with a level of awareness. 
But right, stuff doesn't just fall in our laps. Just like when people take the victim mentality and feel like life is happening to them and like life is fate, the right. same thing is true on the other side. Great things don't happen by accident. People can create work and manifest stuff into reality, but it's not like you just wake up one day and it's like, oh, I'm gonna build a $10 million business or, oh, I'm gonna donate 150 grand or, oh, I'm gonna go change this person's life because I'm gonna buy them a Starbucks and that's what they needed today. Right. It can be little things. They can be great, grandiose things, but great things don't happen on accident. They happen with intention. This is true. Do you find, um, do you find that, do you have a hard time getting people to see that? Like, I know that that is your, that is your goal. That is your purpose is to impact a billion lives, right? Mm -hmm. That is a big ask and something that I, I believe can happen. Right. So how do you, how do you set yourself up? to then push others, right? Because you didn't get there by accident either. And you didn't get there overnight either. I am sure that you had very traumatic experiences, you know, nights of not sleeping, worry, oh, yeah. all of that kind of thing, right? So oh, yeah. how do you get yourself to even move forward to, to call Brian, right? And say, okay, this is what I need help with. Because some people don't realize that, that they need that help, right? Mm -hmm. It's that victim mentality you talked about. Yeah. And you know, I, I will tell you, I am not in the business of convincing people they need help. So I have That's to start good. with that because I've had a lot of people say, well, how do you get people to get over the bridge of like realizing that they really need you? I'm, that's not, that's not what I'm in the business to do. Good. I'm in the business to help people who understand that they either don't know who they are. They're feeling stuck or stymied in their efforts to fill their potential. They aren't experiencing joy, freedom, and fulfillment, but they feel like they can, or it's right there. Right. What I like to say is that I work with giants and make them legends and help them grab things that they believe are just out of their grasp. How often do we think we want something, but we think it's unattainable? Yeah. Yeah. How often do we set a goal and we protect ourselves? Right. Well, like if we know we need to lose 20 pounds, we say, oh, I'm going to lose 10. When we know we need to lose 20, well, we're going to, if we default to our lowest common denominator on those things, right. If we say we're going to lose 10 and we lose eight, well, guess what? Not only did we, did we fail on the original goal, but we came up a little bit short. But if we shoot for 20 and we hit 15, it's a success because we've already surpassed what we thought we were going to be able to be capable of and protect ourselves. Right. So what I do is I help people see themselves more clearly. What I do is I help people understand their emotional triggers and behavioral patterns that have kept them stuck in that self-defeating path. The problem is, is that the world has conditioned so many people to think that there's a seven-step system to break you free and have success. Yeah. Right. Yeah. We don't need any more seven step systems, <laughs> just point blank. Like we don't, but what we know for a fact yeah. is that so many people think that wherever they're at is a byproduct of the wrong strategy or tactics. Mm. I know a lot of people who have horrible strategy and tactics who have a crazy amount of success in the way they define it, not just the world. My and they also experience joy, freedom, and fulfillment. But I also know people who are crazy successful from a financial standpoint who are miserable. Right. And they think if I, if I just get here, if I just do this, if I just make this tweak, the strategy and tactics are going to get me there. No, what most people don't realize is it's not strategy and tactics. It's literally emotional triggers and behavioral patterns that keep you in that self-defeating place. So when I'm working with somebody who's like, oh, I don't feel like I'm where I want to be, right? It, it, it starts with a whole lot of questions to lead people on an intrinsic journey. Mm -hmm. It's not to say, hey, come do these five things that Brian thinks you need to do to be successful. It's about understanding that so many people on this planet have chased what the world has defined for success. Yes. And we chase the what, what house, what car, what amount of money, what spouse, what outcome, right? What job, what profession, what role, what industry? It doesn't matter. We chase the what because that's what the world has conditioned us from the time we were born to do. And what, do we, what happens when we do that? We lose the who in the process. Mm -hmm. 
which is not a surprise that so many wake, people wake up and have a midlife crisis, whether it happens in 20s, 30s, 40s, or 50s. It's not about literal midlife, but it's like you have this realization all of a sudden that there's something more. Yeah. And when we can recalibrate to the who, then the what becomes a manifestation of the who. And you start moving faster with less effort and you don't have to literally jam a square peg into a round hole because when you're in alignment with who you are, your life will become self-regulating and you can live beyond the limits that you or the world has placed upon yourself. So that's what I want people to hear. Don't find somebody to be your savior. Don't find somebody to be your hero. Find somebody that if you need the help who can guide you so you can be your own hero and your own savior. That's so good. That's so good. But see, you are, you're good. <laughs> but that's good. And you also have um you also have something that you have on your website, um, which is the no limits course, right? Mm -hmm. So is is that where you take people through trying to find their authentic self through that course? Is that how that works? It's one of the ways I do one-to-one -one coaching um as well. Oh, you do, okay. Um, so I do work with um typically high-level executives, people who've earned multiple six figures, seven figures. I don't have an re income requirement. My, I'm giving the profile of what I typically work yeah. with. Mm -hmm. um, there are individuals that don't fit that profile, but I'll typically work with those individuals. And then we have a self-led course. We also have a group course that guides people through this. So some people feel like they can do it on their own with the right questions and prompts. Awesome. Empower them to do it. Others want a little bit of accountability and coaching built in. That's why we have the group coach platform because they also have a pod that they're automatically engaged with to okay. help challenge and push them. Others want to go really deep, right? So the one-to-one -one work that we do um, is where we end up going a lot deeper. It's all based on the same philosophies because it's not, again, you do this and you'll be successful. Everything that has been built around this criteria is, in, is leading people on an intrinsic journey and asking them the questions to gain clarity on these things, as well as starting to build intentional structure. After we began with the end in mind, we can understand who we want to be, who we need to be, strategies and objectives and imperatives that we can move forward on. We can understand our three to five year vision, break it down into an annual theme and prioritize, break it down into a quarterly emphasis and personally, professionally and in service to others, where and how do we move these things forward on a granular perspective, all the way down to the daily disciplines that are required. You know, it's not an activity log, right. but our actions demonstrate who we are to the world. And so the very beginning part of everything we do is helping people get clarity on who they are. And then we reverse engineer their life based on who they are and where they want to go in a way that we understand what are the pains that they can embrace on a regular and consistent basis? What are the things and activities that they can control that are gonna help them from where they are today to where they want to be? Mm -hmm. And again, it's not, Brian says, do this. It's, there are strategy and tactics that get layered in, but the majority of it is helping people understand and see themselves more clearly than they ever have. So they can feel the push and the permission to go chase what they really want. Right. So how does Brian take care of himself? Because that's, that, a that's a that's a lot of energy, right? I mean, that is a lot of energy, you know, one on one coaching, you have the group thing, you have, yeah. a, like a lot of things going on, right? So yep. as a as a uh, behavior and performance coach, and you're a speaker, and you're a strategist, and you do a lot of things. So how does how do you take care of yourself? How do you how do you do that? Yep. Um, so I do I do it on a regular and consistent basis daily. Um, and then I have other moments where I, I have breaks. So I'll break it down for you quickly. Most of my self care comes in my morning routine. I'm not, I'm a big believer in my morning routine because I believe it's the only time of day that I have complete control of my time. It's before the world needs me. It's before my family needs me. It's before anything else. And so I get up really early. And again, I don't say this to say you should do this. Right, it's right. about finding and calibrating with what works for you. But what works for me, I'm typically up between 3.30 and 4 in the morning. I have a two and a half hour roughly routine every day. It starts with meditation, really calming my mind, getting my mind and my body connected mm -hmm. and having myself the ability to have a higher level of consciousness. And I get clarity on a whole lot through that practice. 
Um, it immediately is followed again with my injury. I've got a whole bunch of things with my body that I have to focus on regularly and consistently. I have 30 to 45 minutes typically of percussion therapy with a device and stretching. And then I typically have my workouts that follow that. I have to stay active. I have to stay moving and mm -hmm. I have to keep my back and my core strong so that I can mitigate the suffering from a physical pain standpoint that, that just exists with the imbalance in my body. So that typically takes up 90 minutes to two hours by itself. Mm -hmm. And then I wrap up that last bit typically with a quick journal. Um, a, I put my head in a book physically, typically for 10 to 15 minutes a day. I listen to a lot of books while I'm training so that I can be funneling the knowledge. Um, but I like to actually read a physical book for at least 10 to 15 minutes a day. Um, and then I organize my day and just confirm the fire list that I created the night before is right. I do that every day. Um, I take one day a week off of that practice six so six days a week. That's what I do. And I sleep in one day a week that, so that I can be in bed when my wife wakes up next to her. And that's just what works. Yeah. Cause she's um, not getting up at three 30, right? <laughs> she's not getting up at three 30. No, no. She looks at me like I'm crazy. Sometimes though, she wakes up when I go to bed and she, you know, we get a chance to say, I love you in the middle of the night. So that's good. Um, and then I typically do a sensory deprivation float once a month. Um, it is, it is really, really, really recharging for me. And that gets me into an out-of-body meditative state in the most effective way in anything else I do. Once a quarter, I do that for a two and a half to three hour float. And so I extend it and lengthen it because rest and recovery are huge parts of my mm -hmm. equation of, of growth. Um, and then my wife and I, it's been a little different in COVID era, like to be perfectly honest. Um, so I, this is what traditionally has happened and we're gonna hopefully get back to it uh, once the world is a little more normal. Um, but we, we typically have done two dates a month mm -hmm. and we'll typically do um, once a quarter, one to two nights away. And then we also typically have two, at least seven day, if not 10 day vacations every single year. That's and great. so I like it, and I've been doing this now for seven, eight years. Um, this year, again, our two 10 day vacations were canceled. It was a little different, oh, yeah. right? So this year has looked a lot different, but, um, but that my kids also know that when we go away, we typically camp also once a month. I left that part out with our kids. And typically it's two and a half days of complete shut off. They know when we're camping, daddy's phone's in the drawer. It's hundred percent attention. They get hundred percent of my attention in the evening time as well. And then on our vacations intermittently, I'll have to check in on stuff, but they know it's 90 to 95% all family time. Yeah. And so I know without a doubt, I'm getting not only my regular things I do with my family every day, um, but I'm typically getting 25 to 30 days a year that I'm not actively working and focused on my family. Cause that's the most important thing to me. Yeah. And that's how I recharge. Right. So, yeah. Now, I mean, that must be like the most important and most valuable time that you'll ever spend is with your babies and Huge. your wife. Right. Huge. I mean, Huge. that does everything to keep you positive, to keep you moving forward, to reach that billion people. I mean, it's well, they, they charge me literally, they literally charge me. Um, you know, I, I, I was at a speaking event in Nashville a few weeks back and, you know, I don't, I don't want to make this political or have any opinions. I'm just going to tell you the decision we made. There was 50 to 60 people in the room. People didn't end up wearing masks, which was fine. I was comfortable. I was there. It was what it was, but we have some compromised immunities in our family. And so my wife and I knew that. And so we made a decision to do the seven day quarantine with a COVID test four mm -hmm. days in just to take extra precaution. Knock on wood, there was no issues, okay? But I was away from them for seven days. And, and this was the first time I've been away from them for that period of time in a long time. And I literally felt my energy depleting incrementally mm. throughout the week. So the 90 oh. minutes to two hours I get every single night for dinner time and bedtime routine with my kids and my wife literally recharges me. 
Wow. The physical contact, and I don't even, I don't even mean that in any kind of weird way, but like just no, physical contact, hugging yeah. and kissing my kids, my wife, wow. just the physical proximity of that charges me, right? Those things charge me up and they give me the energy to go do the things that I need. So after a week I was depleted and within a weekend, my tanks were full again. Oh, that's and so great. I know that that's the case. And so I don't sacrifice my morning routine and I typically don't sacrifice my evening routine with my family because those are, that's how I take care of myself. Yeah. And, and they need you, um, you know, just for a little bit of a personal um, reflection of what you're saying. I, di I didn't have a, a father, really. I didn't have my dad around. So I will tell you that what you're doing is probably the most valuable thing you will ever do in your children's lives. Right. Because um, they 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 just need you like uh, as a dad. Right. I mean, yeah, moms are great, but there's something about a dad. It's just a different you know? dynamic. It's just, it's just, it's just such it's a, a different, different relationship. Dynamic. And, yeah. 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 But I could see that not only will you will you get energy from them, but they're also getting so much value from the time that you're spending. Right. Yeah, it's we all nothing do. Like yeah, it. we all do. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's fantastic. No, I couldn't agree more. And by the way, I, I don't mean to claim I'm I have it all figured out. I don't. Of course, <laughs> if you did, right? um, you wouldn't be telling the truth. But <laughs> I, I screw this up every day, and, and you know, and my time with my kids isn't always perfect. I mean, it's yeah, you know, riddled with stress and anxiety, and I'm not always my best version of myself. But but I I show up every day, and I give it my best every day with whatever I have the capacity to give, and that's that's all I can do. That's all you can do, Brian. That's right. And that's all, I mean, that's all you can do for the world. That's all you can do for everybody. Because if you don't get them first, you can't help anybody, right? right. That's fantastic. Right. I'm really glad that you took the time to be here with me. Um, I know that you have a super busy schedule. So I am very, very excited. And I'm, uh, you know, I'm grateful to you. I'm grateful to you. I'm grateful to all the knowledge that you drop out there. Seriously, you know, um, yes, I do watch your videos. I go to um, Bogart's Bullets. Is that what they're called? Yeah, right? Yeah, On you YouTube. I watch them. I comment uh, because they refresh in me, you know. So if you're trying to reach a billion people, I'm one of the billion and, and they do refresh me. You know, it's not just, I, I love when you were talking about, it's not just showing up, but how you show up, you know, who you are and how you show up when you're showing up. So I think about that now with, you know, starting this uh, podcast, I think about with um, getting onto a uh, windject and I think about, you know, like, how am I going to show up? Right. Yeah. How am I going to show up? So what you're doing is important, Brian. And um, I just wanted to let you know that I wanted to, uh, tell you that I appreciate your time that I appreciate you as a human being. And I thank you for posting all the things that you do post. Um, I'm really going to encourage people to just follow you and click and watch and like and do everything they can to support you because you're fantastic. You're fantastic. Thank you very, very much. Uh, yeah, you gave me goosebumps. Um, feedback like that for me is fuel, right? Uh, truthfully, when I put out so much content, uh, I don't always know who I'm reaching and impacting because not everybody engages, right? right? They may watch it and it may yeah. have an impact, but I'll never know. And so when I do have people engage, it's extra meaningful um, for two reasons. One, it literally gives me fuel. But two, especially if they engage on social, mm -hmm. it helps the algorithms so more eyeballs can see it. Right. And, and again, you know, to impact a billion lives, this is the thing I have to say for anybody listening. I'm very, very aware that 99.9999999% will never pay me a dollar. Right. I am completely okay with that. Right. Which is why I put out all this free content because my genuine approach is to impact lives, whether or not they ever engage with us formally. The right. ones that choose to invest, the ones that choose to go to the next level will be more than enough to substantiate everything we need to impact a billion lives. 
But that's why I say when I put out this content, there is no expectation on the other side other than if it resonates and it connects, like, comment, and share, because that just helps more people. It does. And that's what I've been doing because it's, it's great. And you have, and I'm so grateful. <laughs> Thank you. I have because I mean it. I mean, I don't even know how I found you, but I found you on LinkedIn somehow. I think you had posted something positive and I said, oh, let me listen to that. And I was like, whoa, this guy is actually really good. And then I started following you on YouTube and I'm like, okay, wait, now I really like this guy, you know? So I started following you and then, you know, you're just seeing how, um, how wonderful you're not just your mindset, but just your energy. And the fact that you have that attitude, you know, 99, 99.9, whatever will not pay me. That's not the goal though, right? It's to reach people and impact their lives. And if you have that as your goal, you're going to reach them. You're just well, gonna- I, I, I tend to agree, but I always have to throw that out there because, yeah. you know, we know in this space in the personal development space as well, like there's, there's a lot of people who are in it just to make money. Yeah. And don't get me wrong. I'm not vilifying money. Yes. I need money to be able to impact a billion lives. So, but I'm very confident that, and it's proven itself out so far that when I chase the purpose, when I chase the mission, when I yeah. chase the vision of impacting a million lives, we're rewarded exponentially. So yeah. there's no issue there. But I want to be very, very clear so that people understand the intent. The intent is impact. That's my measurement point. The number right. of times I've had people ask me like, well, where and how are you monetizing? Or where and how are you doing these things? I'm like, yes, I've got systems. I've got short. That's not my measurement. That's not my measurement. I don't I mean, yes, that's a byproduct of the impact. Right. But if we don't focus on impact first, the money won't ever be there. And if I focus on money first, the impact won't be there. Yeah. Impact first, always. Impact over impressions is what I like to say, because it's that's what matters. It is. And it really is what matters. People know the difference. Mm-hmm. We, we, I mean, we just do, right? I mean, you know the difference. If somebody's trying to impact you because they need a, a dollar, you're going to know the difference between that and somebody who authentically is meeting you where you need to be met, yep. right? So thank you for doing that. And thank you for sharing everything you do. And if you uh, don't mind taking just like a minute or so, just to letting people know where they can find you on yeah, so, um, social media. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Brianbogert.com is my website, which has like a combination of a lot of resources. So Bogert's bullets wow. and the YouTube channels embedded on there. All my social channels, which are at Bogert Brian on pretty much everything are on there. Um, a lot of the articles that we've had published in Forbes and other periodicals are on there right? Again, we put a lot of that on there. We don't, we have a couple of podcasts that I've been on that are on there, but not all of them, but we have a a new release that's going to be coming out soon so that people can be featured on the 150 shows that I've been on over the last six months. Um, Just phenomenal guests, phenomenal content, phenomenal impact. There's just, there's, there's a lot that's going on there. Um, And then to extend on my, my offer to say, look, I really do want to just help Uh, go to nolimitsprelude.com. And there's a free download for a lot of the core basic philosophies in our coaching concepts to help give people the right intrinsic questions to start leading themselves on that journey. Again, you may never need us beyond that. If you get that and that beneficial in your life, which I'm sure it will be, take it and run with it. If there's something else we can do to help you beyond that, obviously we would love to do that. But again, nolimitsprelude.com, there's a free download that will help anybody who's listening. Well, yeah, I mean, I'm sure it will. And it will be, um, I think, even a greater impact if they can um, go on to your No Limits course as well, because I know that it's going to be impactful. I just I just know it. So, Brian, thank you from the bottom of my heart for taking the time to be here with me and for my viewers. I really appreciate it. 
Um, and like you guys heard, make sure that you go on to brianbogert.com and go on there and you're going to find a lot of information. I go on there. I also follow him on YouTube at Bogert's Bullets and I read his things on uh, LinkedIn and, and Instagram. And <laughs> just I love the guy. So um, I want you guys to follow him as well because it will benefit your life in a very impactful way. So thank you guys so much for watching. Again, this is Nina Perez and this is Straight Talk, No Sugar Added. Until next time. You have just listened to another great episode on Straight Talk, No Sugar Added. Don't forget to subscribe so you can get more amazing content. Also visit our website and YouTube channel. Until next time with more great episodes coming your way. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done.